0: Behold the fields are white It's Harvest Time With that familiar theme song we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny Ballou of Rassaca, Georgia. And now here is Brother Balu and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you Another Harvest Time Gospel broadcast. How oh, I praise the Lord for this open door, this heaven bought privilege that our Lord allows us day after day, together by the radio, and study his precious word together. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll get your Bible and let's open the Word of God and just let God speak to our heart from His Word. We're studying from the book of First Corinthians, chapter number sixteen. First Corinthians, chapter number sixteen, and we'll continue our study on giving to me. Uh, I've been preaching now for several days on on scriptural giving, what the Word of God teaches about giving, and we've studied two types of giving. I mentioned first the tithe, and we found out that the tithe is the first 10% of our income. It does not belong to us. It belongs to the Lord, and our responsibility is to separate His portion from our portion's And then he said for us to take his portion to the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. And again, I emphasize the only place on planet Earth today that the Lord has chosen to put his name is the New Testament church. So he said, you separate my tithe from your 90%, And then you bring the tithe to the church, to the house of God. When we arrive there, then we dedicate that tithe to the Lord. It becomes the church's money. It's the Lord's tithe. And the purpose of that tithe, as we studied in the Word of God, was to finance the normal operation of that local church. We're to give the Lord's tithe with a spirit of worship and also a spirit of of rejoicing, and as we tithe, we're aware of the fact that we're not handling our money, we're handling the Lord's money, we're simply being obedient to do what God told us to do in the Word of God. We looked at the second type of giving that's taught in the Word of God, which is a voluntary or a freewill offering, and we usually distinguish that offering by two other names. Number one, we call it a love offering, and we call it that because we give that offering as just an expression of love and gratitude to the Lord for His blessings upon our life. And then we also call that freewill offering a special offering, and we call it a special offering because it is received for special needs that arises in the life and ministry of the Lord's Word. And oftentimes in the work of the Lord, there are those special needs that arises. And so God ordained that above the tithe, we give a special offering, a voluntary offering for special needs that arises in the life and ministry of the work of God. And so we saw, first of all, there's the tithe. Again, I emphasize the first 10% of my income, it does not belong to me, It belongs to the Lord. My responsibility is to separate his from mine and to bring his to the place which the Lord shall choose to place his name there. And that is the local church. And then the second type of giving is above the tithe. What I mean by that is, it does not come out of God's 10%, but out of my 90%. And it's given as a love offering and as a special offering to take care of the needs that arises in the life and ministry of the Lord's work. And again, I emphasize those two offerings, the tithe and the freewill offering, are the only thing that's mentioned in the Word of God of uh, financing the church. It's a shame and a disgrace to see the church go to the world with its yard sales and its donut sales and its candy sales and try to get the world to finance the work of God that brings a reproach upon the name of the Lord and a shame and a disgrace upon the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So God sets it up to take care of that local church with the tithe and the free will offering. On Friday, as we were leaving the broadcast, we began in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 at the mission offering, and this is our burden in these days, and I said to you that a mission offering is money that is collected by the church, but not for the church. It's money that is collected by the church to be sent out from the church to those serving the Lord in other places. And as we looked at this scripture in the first four verses of 1 Corinthians chapter 16, we discovered that here is money that is being collected by the saints at Corinth. But it's not for them. It's for the saints of God serving the Lord over in Jerusalem. And so that makes this a missions offering. In my younger years, I was taught this was tithing and I accepted it for a while because I had no reason to reject it. But once I started studying the word of God, then I'm convinced from the scripture, this is a missions offering. Notice again in verse number one, the Bible said now concerning the collection for the saints. And again, I emphasize tithes are not collected for saints. They're collected from saints. And so we recognize from that thought that we're not dealing with ties. We're dealing with some other kind of collection. Notice again in verse number one, he said, as I have given order, and I mentioned to you the word order means an established pattern. It does not have the letter S on the end of it, making it plural, as though it would be a set of instructions as to what we're to do, but it's an order, it's a pattern, it's a principle that God sets up in the Word of God. And so Paul said to the church at Corinth, and the Holy Ghost says to us today, "As I have given order to the churches of Galatia. As Paul traveled across Galatia, started churches, then God through him gave an order, a procedure, a plan, of giving to missions. And Paul now writes to that church at Corinth and said, As I've given this order to the church at Corinth, I want you set up the same principle of giving the missions that I set up in those churches. And again, for you and I today, it's the Holy Ghost saying to us, I want you to look at the principle of giving that I established in those first churches, that I want you to establish one in your church, just as I established in those early churches. And then I begin to look at four thoughts concerning this manner of giving to missions that's laid out for us, In God's order of giving here, notice if you will in verse number two, the Bible said upon the first day of the week, I dealt with that just briefly, but let me deal with it in more detail today. You see, when the Lord says upon the first day of the week, He is not saying that Sunday, the Lord's day, is the only day that we can give an offering to missions. No, the Lord would not be angry if you were to give a mission offering on Wednesday night. The Lord would not be angry if you were out of town on the Lord's day. And you were to go by the church office and give your missions and tithe offerings on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Thursday, Friday or Saturday. But what is he saying? here, what he mentions upon the first day of the week. Let me just simply say it in plain language. What he's teaching us is systematic giving. The first day of the week comes every Lord's Day. Systematic giving. Now down through the years, we baptize, and that's about all I know much about, but we baptize. I've developed the philosophy of giving when you feel like it. And somebody said, Well, preacher, what's wrong with my giving when I feel like it? Well, the problem is you don't feel like it very often. And more than that, God does not leave the support of missions upon your feelings. God establishes a pattern in the Word of God for you to give, and that pattern, first of all, is that we be systematic in our giving. We enjoy the testimony as a church of sending out missions money on time. And the only way that the church can send out its money faithfully is that the membership bring their missions offering to the church in a faithful manner. We just had mission meeting at our church a few weeks ago. And with us in that meeting was one of the missionaries that the Lord allows our church to have a party in month after month. And by the way, God's been so good to us in our mission support. But one of those missionaries stood up and he said for 21 or 22 years, this church has supported me, and not one single time have they missed a month or has it ever been late as far as the money coming to me is concerned. And that's a good testimony, and we ought to desire as a church that we continue to keep that testimony. But the only way that a church can send out its money on schedule is that we learn to bring it in systematically. You see, God is a God of order. And there's a difference in order and form. We're afraid of form and we ought to be afraid of form. But God is a God of order. So God is teaching us that we be dependable, we be orderly, we be faithful in our giving. So he said, first of all, that our giving to missions is to be systematic giving upon the first day of the week. Now, once you look at your Bible again in verse number two. He said, upon the first day of the week, let every one of you, not only does this verse teach us systematic giving, but God's plan also teaches total involvement. The word of God is very plain. God said, I want every one of you. He's addressing the church there at Corinth. And the Holy Ghost would say to us today, I want every member in that church participating in giving to missions on a systematic basis. Tragedy of tragedies. As I preach mission meeting week after week, one of the things that I find churches are battling and pastors are battling with, and that is getting their people involved in giving to missions. In the majority of the churches, there's only a small percentage of them who give to missions on a regular basis. There are many who never give to missions. There are some who give occasionally. But there are some, and thank God for them, that have learned the Scripture truth and are giving on a systematic basis basis. So God said upon the first day of the week, let every one of you, it's systematic giving and it's total involvement. And let me just say this while I'm there. I don't believe God has a problem with it. You get paid every two weeks, give to missions every two weeks, but just give two weeks worth. You get paid once a month, tithe once a month, give to missions once a month, but give a month's worth, but learn to give systematically. God wants every member of that local church to give systematically into the mission treasury of that local church. Now, notice the third thing. The Bible said upon the first day of the week, teaching us systematic giving, let every one of you, teaching us total involvement, then he said, I want you to lay by him in store according as God has prospered. Him Now, the question that arises as we look at the third thing. Uh, preacher, how much do I give? Well, God said here, I want you to give to missions as I have prospered you. Now, remind you, he does not say according to how much you've got left over after all of the bills have been paid and all the money that you choose to spend has been spent. But God said, I want you to look at how much I've blessed you and that I want you to give to missions according as I have prospered you. What if the Lord were to look back at our giving over the last three years and say, I'm going to bless you the next three according as you've blessed missionaries by giving over the last three years? I'm afraid some Baptists would be in trouble. Father, take the word. Use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's holy. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you, it's time once again for Old Fashioned Camp Meeting here at Faith Baptist Camp in Resaca, Georgia. Brother Sammy Allen and the Folk of Concord Baptist Church give you an invitation to join us Thanksgiving week. We begin on Sunday, November the 21st, and go through Friday night with services in the morning, the afternoon, and in the evening. Many people will be driving in from many different states, and I hope you will join with us We're located just off of Interstate 75, about 70 miles north of Atlanta, and about 45 miles south of Chattanooga. Make your plans to come and be with us. Pray for the broadcast. Take a moment, write to us, and share with us in the financial burden. Address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179, Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you until the next broadcast. Amen.